Welcome to another episode of the Blossoming Podcast with your girl, Florence Grace. Blossoming is a platform dedicated entirely to learning to love yourself. We focus on self-love and body confidence via our social media channels, our monthly newsletter and our fortnightly podcast. Previously, we've done an introduction to Blossoming, a self-love Q&A and today we're going to focus on learning to love yourself and where to start. Before we dive into the podcast, might I suggest you go and give us a cheeky little follow on social media at Blossoming UK and then click the link in our bio and subscribe to our monthly newsletter. It's jam-packed with self-love inspiration, hot topics, think pieces, tips, advice and our Blossoming Babes, the people who use our hashtag across social media throughout the month. You can join in by using hashtag BlossomingMe, hashtag GrowWithFlow flow without the w it's like my name see makes sense and then you can join in with the newsletter as well make sure you subscribe and then dive into the podcast today we're going to be looking at learning to love yourself and where to start i think a great place to start is to look exactly at what self-love actually is because a lot of people get it confused they think it's about learning to love you know, how you look and that's it. But actually, self-love goes a lot deeper than your physical appearance. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the definition of self-love is a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And I think that is literally spot on because, like I said, it's a lot deeper than a physical appearance. It's a lot deeper than just what you look like and appreciating how you look. Your well-being and your happiness is incredibly important and I feel like you can only fully care about your happiness and your well-being once you've learned to love yourself. It's kind of like how you would treat another person you love, that's how you should treat yourself. For example, if there's someone in your life that you love, be that a partner or a friend, a family member you would love them unconditionally and you just you just adore them don't you with every fiber of your being you just love them you do anything for them you're full of compassion towards them you know and that is ultimately how you should feel about yourself yeah about you you should hold yourself in such high regard in the same light that you would hold anyone else that you love You should treat yourself as number one, as your own best friend. And if you're not doing that already, you have to ask yourself why. If you treat yourself the way that you would treat, I don't know, someone unimportant, ask yourself why. If you're saying things to yourself that you wouldn't say to a friend, that you wouldn't say to a loved one, ask yourself why. I think it's really important to acknowledge this and acknowledge why you don't love yourself. It might bring out some unwelcome feelings and it might make you feel uncomfortable, but I think that you can't fully embark on a self-love journey until you acknowledge exactly why you aren't happy with the person you are and why you aren't treating yourself the way that you should be. So tell me, why don't you love yourself? No, I mean it. Tell me. Say it out loud right now. It's not enough to just think about it and then let that thought go. You've got to write it down or say it out loud really in the same way that you can't, you know, manifest something without saying it out loud into the universe. 
tell yourself right now why you don't love yourself. Now, what would you do if your friend was talking to you or your loved one, your partner, a family member, and they said what you've just said? You'd probably tell them they were wrong, right? Or you'd try and make them feel better. That is exactly what this self-love journey is going to be about. It's going to be about proving you wrong about the negative aspects of your life. It's going to be about learning to overcome these negative feelings you have about yourself. And it's going to be about embracing the person that you are and blossoming into the person that you were born to be. Here's a few things that self-love is not. Self-love is not about your weight. It's not about your size and it is not about your physical appearance. As I've said already, it goes a lot deeper than that. It's about a lot more than that. It's not about your looks. And anyone of any shape, of any size, of any weight can learn to love themselves and is is allowed to love themselves. You don't have to be slim to love yourself. And you don't have to be fat to love yourself. Self-love and body confidence is for absolutely everyone. And I cannot stress that enough. Something I also can't stress enough is that self-love is not narcissistic and it is not vain. Some of you might know me and you might know that I share a lot of my life online. In fact, I share almost everything online and I have done for five years now. When I first started on my self-love journey and my personal development, I shared it online quite openly And for the most part, that's been quite a positive experience. I found people to look up to, people who could help me, and I found myself helping other people too. However, there have been people that have said I'm narcissistic, that I'm vain, that I'm full of myself. And it's true to an extent, but not in a negative way. Everyone should completely adore themselves in the best way. As long as you're not being a dickhead about it do you know what I mean as long as you're not rubbing it in people's faces you're allowed to love yourself you're allowed to say that you look good you're allowed to compliment yourself and be open about these feelings online well you know if you put up a a banging Instagram picture you're allowed to say that you look good and when people say oh god how vain trust me that is a projection of their feelings about themselves and not about you They're clearly insecure in their own skin and would never speak about themselves like that. And so it makes them feel uncomfortable when they see other people doing so. So yeah, it's not about weight. It's not about size. It's not about your physical appearance. And it is not narcissistic or vain. Self-love ultimately is about positive mental well-being and happiness. So when did I start learning to love myself? I'll give you a bit of a brief backstory A lot of you might already know this if you've already followed me on social media for a while, but some of you may be new here and you might not know. I was with a boyfriend for six years, from the age of 14 to the age of 20. So obviously we grew up together and I think those teenage years and going through puberty are absolutely crucial and vital for self-development, finding out who you are, developing your own identity And ultimately, I think that I lost out on that experience because I was so wrapped up in this really intense long-term relationship that a lot of people probably don't experience until they're in their 20s or maybe even their 30s. It was really full-on. It was really intense. 
and like I said, we were together for six years. Um, unfortunately, towards the end of the relationship, I'd say the last two or three years, things took a downward turn, and you know, I ended up being in 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 a, an abusive relationship. It was physically and mentally and emotionally abusive um, for a number of reasons, and when I eventually came out of that relationship, I had no self-confidence, I had no idea who I was or who I wanted to be, I had so many issues, like I had eating issues and body image issues, I had been with a man who told me that I wasn't allowed to get my hair cut, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup, I wasn't allowed to wear certain clothes, so I really just had this wardrobe of awful clothes, I owned next to no makeup, my hair was awful, I just really was not who I wanted to be. And when I came out of that relationship, it was New Year's Day, 2016, I I think. I want to say 2016. And so it's almost like the perfect time for a fresh start. And I really sat there and I just, I had this conversation with myself. And like I've said already, it's important to say these things out loud to yourself, to really speak them into existence and confront them. And I literally sat and had a conversation with myself and I said, you know, this is rock bottom. You have got to start over. You've got the, you've got nothing to lose. I literally, I had such a small, you know, I had no friends, basically. I literally had about two friends who I'd hung on to from college. Um, I had, you know, I had nothing. And now this relationship, which had been my everything, was gone. It was over. And I was basically a blank canvas. I could start from scratch. And so in some respects, I was quite fortunate because that really gave me the foundation on which I could rebuild myself and start over completely fresh and learn to love myself. So that's exactly what I did. I went out and bought a new wardrobe. I got into makeup and I started pursuing my career, which became my ultimate passion my my biggest love you know I'd already been doing quite a few things in radio and magazines but when I had no time with my boyfriend I had no distractions I could really throw myself into it you know and since then over the last three three and a half years I have just done nothing but work and work and work at learning to love myself And, you know, it started with learning to embrace my body, learning to understand that this is who I am. And there are things about myself that I really can't change. Obviously, surgery can change things. But, you know, things I've always been insecure about were my my breasts. I've always been laughed at saying that they're saggy because they're quite big. So, you know, gravity defies them and, you know, they just hang down, whatever. And then I found people online, a whole community founded by the Slum Flower, which was called Saggy Boobs Matter. And suddenly I wasn't alone. There was women all over the world who had saggy boobs. And it might sound stupid or naive, but at the time I just really hadn't thought about it. I thought all girls had perfect perky breasts and I was the odd one out and I was ugly and unattractive. So it starts with one thing and then it leads on and on to another. I embraced my nose, which I'd always has comments about, about how big it is, you know and about my hair which never grows and is quite thin and tangly and you know there's all these sorts of things that I felt so insecure about and I just tackled them one by one and 
It's about the baby steps because it's not an easy journey learning to love yourself and it's certainly not going to be a linear one but you have to start somewhere and I would just say break things down and take them one at a time. So that's a bit about my backstory and how I've got to where I am today. I am only human, of course, and I do still have bad days. I have wobbles because I'm an emotional human, you know, especially as a woman as well. We have hormones that go crazy all the time. But there are days where I look in the mirror and I just see a pile of mashed potato and I just don't like what I see. I don't want to, you know, continue with my career because I feel like I'm not achieving anything my brain tells me that I'm a mess and unsuccessful and no one likes me and you know and I think because we're all human we all have days like that it's not a bad thing it's just something we have to deal with I think I've said it on a previous podcast episode that you just have to allow yourself to feel these feelings because they will go away with time and they will go away if you work at it But you are going to encounter them and you can't just ignore them. That's not healthy. So allow yourself to feel them and work through them. Like I said, we're all human. It would be absolutely robotic to feel great about yourself 100% of the time. And if you know someone who says they feel great about themselves 100% of the time, don't believe them. They are lying to you. Lying. No one feels good all day, every day. No one, trust me. So what can you do to help start on your self-love journey? Like I said, it's all about small steps, baby steps. You don't want to dive straight into it because, you know, it's a big thing to do and there's lots of adjustments to make. And whilst it might seem easy at first and you just have a a change of mindset, something's going to come along and you're going to stumble and, you know... I find personally that it's easier to take it one day at a time with baby steps and lots of little things you can do to help, such as positive post-it notes. This was something that I found really helpful and something that Future Flow thanked Past Flow for a lot, and that was leaving positive post-it notes around the house, in my diary, like on different pages, I would write little notes to myself, so in books I'd tuck them in or whatever and then I would come across them in future when I was least expecting it so if I was in a diary and starting on January I'd hide them every couple of pages or maybe like one in every month and then you'd forget about it and then you'd come to July and you'd see this lovely post-it note that says hey you you look great today you're an incredible person and you're gonna have a lovely successful life And then you feel great because you find this lovely post-it note and it doesn't matter that you wrote it yourself, it's still something that you turn to, you find it as a surprise and it's like, you know what, that's right, I am going to have a great life, you know, and it puts you in a great mood for the day. So little post-it notes hidden here and there really helped. But on top of that is permanent ones that you can see all the time. So such as on the bathroom mirror, on on your bed, like if you've got like a wooden bed head or something, you know, above your pillow, in your wardrobe, when you open your wardrobe in the morning, you see it, I don't know, in the fridge, places that you go to a lot so that you will always see this post-it note. And I think on these post-it notes, you have to put the most important messages. So maybe things that you're particularly struggling with or things that you feel particularly insecure about, 
that's where you need to put a message about those in places that you will see it at least once a day every day this might sound really silly and like a really stupid exercise but trust me it helps it helps when it takes you catches you off guard you know you're just going to brush your teeth and you feel rubbish and maybe you're a bit hormonal and you've got a crap day ahead of you and you've fallen out of your best friend or something and you're just feeling like utter shit and then you go to brush your teeth just a simple morning task before you leave the house And suddenly there's this post-it note on the mirror that tells you what a great person you are, how beautiful you look today, how much of an intelligent, successful individual you are, and suddenly it changes your entire mindset for the day ahead. Do you know what I mean? So I'm going to set that as your homework and I would love for you to tweet in at Blossoming UK or tag us in a photo on Instagram, again, at Blossoming UK and with the hashtags Blossoming Me, Grow With Flow, show me your positive post-it notes, show me them where you stick them and let me know if it works for you. I'd love to see what positive messages you're telling yourself to help you out on a daily basis. Another great thing to do is journaling. Again, it might sound stupid like a 10-year-old keeping a secret diary, but journaling can be a great way to confront any insecurities and negative emotions that you're feeling at that point in time and dealing with them. In the same way that I've said about speaking out loud to yourself so that you can really confront and tackle things head on, writing them in a journal can really clear your mind because taking the words from your mind, letting them ooze out through the pen and onto the paper it really just takes a weight off your shoulder and it can leave you with such a clear headspace and then you've got all those thoughts and feelings on the page to reflect on. You can come back to them at any point in time or you can never look at them again. Don't underestimate the power of journaling, the power of the written word. People love to write in a notes app on the phone and if that's easier for you, that's fine. But where possible, I would strongly suggest actually properly writing in a notebook. Maybe treat yourself and go out and buy yourself a special pretty notebook, particularly for your self-love journey and a nice decent pen as well. Maybe a sparkly gel pen or whatever. Go to Paper Chase, treat yourself, get something nice and then make that your self-love journal. The definition we said at the start was about your own well-being and happiness and it's really important to record the good times and the bad times in your self-love journal. Again, feel free to send me pictures or tweet me about it and we can chat. If you're struggling with something or maybe you don't know how to document something, we can chat about it. Blossoming community is really friendly and really helpful and it's not just me. There's loads of us. So make sure you use the hashtags and use our social media platforms and we can all help you. Another great tip is curating your social media feeds to make them as positive as possible. In the same way that you choose your friends in real life, choose your friends online. Don't follow people who make you feel bad. Don't feel, follow people who damage your well-being, who ruin your happiness. And, you know, really curate your online space. It's so important. We spend almost all day, every day, outside of working hours, and possibly in working hours too, on social media. Wow, sorry if you just heard that shouting. Arsenal just scored and my boyfriend went wild. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, create your social media feeds and make them as positive as possible. There is no shame in unfollowing someone because 
they are making you feel negative about yourself. I had to unfollow every single Kardashian because every time I saw their body, it left me feeling insecure about my own. Even though I know that they've had so much surgery and expensive personal trainers and that there's more to life than looks and how much you weigh, there's something about those Kardashians that just do not make me feel good about myself. So I unfollowed them. That's what you should all do. It's another bit of homework for you before the next podcast episode comes out curate your social media feeds unfollow people and if you feel guilty about unfollowing them because they're your friend or a family member then just mute them they won't know that you've muted them and then you still look like you're following them and yes it is possible that it could be a friend or a family member that's making you feel insecure because sometimes people do these things without even realizing It doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person, although there might be, but that's for a whole nother conversation. But just, you know, it's important to protect your own bubble, your own space, and make sure that it's nothing but positive. Another great tip is that you have to believe in the power of positive manifestations. I swear to you, it works. And I don't necessarily mean, you know speaking into existence that you're going to win the lottery and then the next day you win 10 million pounds that's not what I'm talking about but I mean if every single day you wake up and tell yourself I am worthy of love and respect and I will give that to myself say it every day until you start to make it come true you start to believe it it starts to happen because you're telling yourself that you're going to do it and then your brain believes it and you start subconsciously acting in a way that makes you fulfill this manifestation. Trust me, it works. I do it all the time and I achieve so many things in regards to self-love and personal development and well-being just by believing in these things that I tell myself. For example, this is going to sound crazy, but if I can't do something, be it, I don't know, uh, a tricky task at work or maybe when I'm working out, or if I'm just having a really poor mental health day, I sit there and I say out loud to myself a minimum of 10 times over and over and over, I am strong, I am powerful, and I can do this. Just saying that out loud 10 times really changes my mindset. And it's in the power of saying it out loud Again, it's not enough to just type it in your notes on your phone. Although if that helps for you, that's great. You do you. But there is so much power in speaking it into the universe and then saying it out loud and really powerfully manifesting it. I would absolutely recommend manifesting things that you want to happen as part of your self-love journey and make sure you keep track of them in your journal. So say them out loud and write them in your journal. And then in a few months time, if you look back, you'll be able to see if it's worked or not. Again, manifestations are something we discuss in the newsletter and in on our social medias. So make sure that you keep up with everything. You can check out other people's manifestations and I'll be doing a whole episode about it later on in the series. I think a final thing is making sure that you've got a supportive group of people around you at all times similar to curating the positive social media feed, make sure that you're doing it in real life as well. 
Sometimes that might mean taking a break from a friendship or even a relationship or maybe giving yourself some space from a family member. But if there's people around you in real life who are just a drain on your energy and they make you feel bad about yourself, I mean, it begs the question why you want to spend time with them anyway. But sometimes you just need to take a step back to protect yourself, to remain in a positive energy, you know, It all sounds very sort of hippy-dippy and zen, I know, but it really is important and it really does work. And again, if you go back to the original definition of self-love, it's all about having a regard for your own well-being and happiness. That means surrounding yourself with people who make you feel happy, who contribute to your happiness and who support and contribute to your well-being as well. One really important thing that everyone needs to do, and it's not easy, but everyone needs to unlearn everything that you know about your body and about dieting and everything that society has told you you should be. This is the hardest thing to do throughout your self-love journey. Unlearning everything that you've been taught pretty much since birth is bloody difficult. Pretty much for as long as I can remember, we've seen the same looking people on adverts, on magazine covers, in films. There is only now just starting to be more representation of different kinds of people. And I think it's really important that you unlearn everything society's told you about how self-love correlates directly with weight how you have to be thin to be happy and successful, it's not true. And I think unlearning that will really help you in regards to learning to love yourself. It's so important that you really work at this. It's one of the hardest parts of learning to love yourself, but it's absolutely worth it when you get there. Now, there are a lot of small steps, and obviously I gave you some homework pieces there as well, but you are not alone in this. It might sound completely overwhelming. I've gone on and on saying, you need to do this and you need to do that. And here's another thing, you know, unlearn everything society's taught you like it's easy. It's not. And I'm not saying that it ever will be. Learning to love yourself is so fucking difficult, especially when we're in a world that constantly tells us we should not. But it's the best thing you will ever do. It's not going to be a linear journey. It's going to have ups. It's going to have downs. Oh, so many downs. But you're not alone. First of all, you've got me and you've got the blossoming society, the blossoming community. There's so many of us who all just want to learn to love ourselves and some of us who already do. And we're all here for each other. That's the best part. But there are some other people online that you can follow. You can follow me on my personal account at Florence Grace UK. I try and post as much as I can about self-love and body confidence and, you know, learning to love the skin that you're in all the time. There are some even more incredible people, though, and I just thought I'd share a few of them with you. A lot of you probably will have heard me mention these people before because I've got quite a set list who usually help me out when I'm feeling a bit at a loss. But here we go. First of all is the Slumflower. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, she founded the Saggy Boobs Matter movement and she wrote the best-selling book, What a Time to Be Alone. I read this book and it changed my life. And I only read it this year as well, I think. I read it in December. 
Um, and just honestly, it's life changing. It's like a Bible for self love and learning to be okay as you are by yourself. It's incredible, and I cannot recommend it enough. It's in. It's an ebook as well, and you can get it on Kindle, I think. And you know, but if you can get the physical copy of the book as well, it's even better. It's honestly incredible, and I cannot recommend it enough. Her social media is equally as empowering. And if you go through the saggy boobs matter hashtag, you will be left feeling great about your boobs. So if you've got no boobs, tiny boobs, saggy boobs, massive boobs, whatever, you'll be left feeling so positive and so inspired. I absolutely promise you. Another of my absolute favorite women is Megan Crab. Megan Crab is also known as Body Pussy Panda. She started out doing jiggly body dancing videos in her underwear to current music on Instagram and she blew up as a body positive success pretty much overnight. She starred in Little Mix's music video, she's gone on tour and done stage shows about body positivity and body confidence and she really just makes you feel absolutely great about yourself. She tackles diet culture, she tackles eating disorders, she tackles mental health and always, always, always brings it back to self-love and body confidence and I absolutely love that so if you can give her a follow I would absolutely recommend that. Grace Victory is another brilliant person who deals with mental health and trauma in particular. Grace has been very open online about the trauma that she's gone through, how it's impacted her life today and how she feels about herself. She's spoken about therapy and mental health and always brings it back to learning to love yourself absolutely incredible woman definitely follow her michelle elman who online is known as scarred not scared has opened up about not only body positivity and being plus size also about being asian and the struggles of being a plus size asian who have almost zero representation anywhere she also speaks about having scars michelle has gone through a lot of surgery and so her body has quite a few scars on it and she that's hence her name scarred not scared and she has also written a book am i ugly and it's a great read i would recommend her book to anyone as well um grace and megan also have books out so there's a lot of body confidence and self-love books you can be reading but all of these women deserve a follow online in a slightly different vein florence given is absolutely incredible at helping you to realize your worth outside of a relationship. Florence was what I would call an activist and then she broke up with her boyfriend and suddenly she was no longer just talking about sexism and feminism, they were her two main points, she was talking about finding your worth and self-respect almost outside of a relationship So now she started this campaign, it's a wonderful day to dump him. And she does things about why you should dump the person you're with. That sounds a bit negative. But I mean, if you check out her page, you'll see exactly what I mean. She means about finding yourself and who you are and making sure that being in a relationship is not holding you back. Her latest launch of products was t-shirts that say, stop raising him, he's not your son. And I absolutely love that because 100% my previous relationship 
he was like my son I was giving him all my money to fund him because he didn't have a job you know I was running around after him all the time it was ridiculous so she really talks about self-love in a relationship and outside of a relationship and I think that is so important it's definitely something we're going to discuss on a future episode of the podcast Next on my list is Lottie Lamore. She talks very openly about body positivity and being a member of the LGBTQ plus like the community. And um, yeah, she's a great fashion icon and she really has open conversations on her platform. So if she speaks about something slightly controversial, for example, why the body positivity movement is not for skinny people, then she says but the floor is yours and she lets people who disagree talk quite openly about it as long as they are civil and respectful and I really admire that because so often today if you have an opposing opinion you're shouted at you get an army of people's followers coming for you and then you're blocked and there's no actual discussion so if you're looking for some really insightful discussions about body positivity body confidence and self-love Lottie L'Amour's Instagram videos and her blog and her social media is all worth a follow. Last but definitely not least is Stephanie Yaboa. I really hope I'm saying her surname right. She's at Nerd About Town on social media and oh my goodness, she is so empowering, so incredible. I just cannot recommend following her enough. If you feel negatively about yourself, she will turn it all around. First of all, she's a complete style guru for plus-size women. Honestly, she always looks incredible. And secondly, she talks about how hard it is to be a black plus-size woman who is trying to date. She talks about navigating the dating world whilst linking back to body positivity, body confidence and self-love. She also talks about... um, being over 30 and what that means for life now because she's 30 she's single and she talks about the expectations of society and how it impacts her and her her life so she's a really inspirational woman to follow as well right I have rambled on for long enough and I've probably bored you to tears but I hope not I hope this podcast has been helpful I hope it's been useful and I hope you'll take away something from it that will allow you to start on your self-love journey I think the main things I want you to remember are that self-love is about you it's about your well-being and your happiness and it's about putting yourself first it's not narcissistic it's not vain and it's something that every single person should do self-love is important and I think the other thing I want you to take away is the two bits of homework that I've set you the positive post-it notes and the journaling I really 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 want you guys to show me your journals and your positive post-it notes and tag me in them on social media at blossoming uk hashtag blossoming me hashtag grow with flow flo not flow You don't necessarily have to show me the messages if you don't want to because your self-love journey is personal to you, it's unique to you and it's a very personal and potentially private thing. If you don't want to share it online, that's great. But I would just love to see a picture of the cover of your journal if you've got a nice new notebook for it or maybe if you've bought some fancy post-it notes. Chat to me, engage with me online and tell me what you're struggling with, what you're finding useful, what's helping you, you know. 
I'd also love to make sure that you are curating your social media feeds and making them positive. There are three things that I want you to come and chat to me about and tell me if you're doing them, if you're struggling with them, or if you need any more advice. That's it from me today. It's been a long episode, but hopefully a worthwhile one. I'm really excited for you to all be embarking on your self-love journey and just know that I am with you every single step of the way. We can do this. This is the start of a brand new you. Get ready to blossom into the person that you were born to be. Until next time, see ya.